Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Denver Broncos UK podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Ritchie, and as usual, I'm joined by Dave Hazardin and Stuart Brunt. Welcome to the show, guys. Good evening, gentlemen. We've just spent the last 20 minutes working out how Dave's going to get to London in a couple of months' time. Um, so if anyone's got any ideas on trains or hotels for him to stay in uh, over the Broncos London weekend, then uh, you can get in touch with us and... You know, he's looking for hints. He's undecided. Stuart's given him plenty of advice, but we know how to Not take okay. Stuart's advice. So oh, with a pinch of salt. So <laughs> traveling from the Manchester area. So he's traveling from the Manchester area. If you can help him out with some uh, great deals on a hotel somewhere, then uh, let him know. But anyway, to the football and the Broncos are one and one. They won last week, sixteen nine over the Texans. Stuart. A win, but arguably a worse performance than the first week, in a way. Yes, 100%. It was um, very um, underwhelming. Um, I, I did say last week the Texans were um, surprisingly good against the Colts, but having seen the Colts get beat by the Jags as well as they did, uh, maybe uh, I gave uh, the Colts a bit too much credit for the, their Texans performance. But the Texans came in with a plan. Um, it worked for easily three quarters. Um, they frustrated. Um, they held on. They, they tried doing their usuals. Um, their nice little run game that they had going that, that was, was quite good against us. Um, quarterback play was quite good against us as well. And a few penalties on their behalf there stopped them from pulling in front of us. And then on the same um, in the same breath, we provided far too many penalties in return and it just nullified a lot of the good things that we were doing um, but yeah, ill-disciplined um, uninspiring, however wins a win and we must build on it next, uh, um, for the next game against the 49 Dave, what did you make of last Sunday? It was frustrating wasn't it? You always got the feeling there's only one touchdown in that game and whoever scored it would win it I was very disappointed with the amount of drops as well our, our receivers made. I mean, was there bad passes or were they just drops? They didn't look like they were bad passes. So I think, you know, Russell Wilson's stats could have been a lot better. Just red zone wars yet again. It's, it, it, we always said, didn't we, we're a quarterback away and it's like it's this, it's, it's the same problems on offence again. It, it's it's Lack of creativity, it's throwing the ball and abandoning the run. They should have just stuck to, you know, it's, I can understand when you abandon the run when, you know, you, you may be multiple scores down or double digit scores down. Then you abandon the run, but you've got, you know, two good running backs like that. So it kind of tells me that our, our you know, running offence is, isn't there yet. What I um, would say, Dave, is that there were 31 uh, running carries and 31 pass attempts this week, which is, you know, compared to the week before when I think it was 40-20, Stuart, I think you, yeah, you mentioned yeah. it last week. So yeah. th- there was a much more level. It was yeah, you see, it compared to the week like, before. I'm surprised at that because, it, to me, it didn't seem like that at all. It, it seemed like it was, maybe it was because the amount of incompletions, perhaps, the amount of drops, but it felt again like we was passing it more. So that's, 
that's stats quite surprised me that so that that's kind of made it the performance even worse in my eyes i think it was just it it, it looked it, it's like when we first started off i said to me lad it's good to have a decent quarterback and a quarterback who's who's who, you know who, who knows what he's doing he's still off yet i think because it's some of some of his passes work quite on target and there's there's one particular meme going around where i think um Javonte's wide open in the end zone and you know Wilson didn't didn't see it and you know he should get his eyes checked kind of a meme you know and then um like I said penalties again absolutely absolutely killing us again penalties we're not we're not gonna you know you know we're weeks and weeks and weeks away from a polished performance or we're just cleaning doors penalties and drops up away from from the polished performance, I just don't know how long it's going to take until we get there. Stuart, what would you put the Broncos issues down to? Because as Dave mentioned, there were a lot of you know drops, connection issues between Russell and his receivers, which you know obviously not helped by Judy going down and new guys coming in. But Nathaniel Hackett has caught a lot of flack this week, not necessarily from Denver, but particularly from kind of the national guys as well. Uh, rightly so. Uh, I, I understand he's a rookie head coach, and um, he needs. We're not in the NFL business. Is not a business where you get five or six seasons to find your feet. It's a win now mentality, or else there'll be another coach ready to come and take your place next season. And that's not something that every fan can get their head around. It's not everything that every fan base can get uh, get their head around. We had. Um, Mike Shanahan for so many years. You've got Bill Belichick in New England. When when he when Bill Belichick goes, New England Patriot fans are going to be massively in for a rude awakening of what everybody else is having to go through with the teams. Hackett will be getting a lot of flack because of how McDaniel is coaching uh, down in Miami, um, the way that he's got the Dolphins playing versus how Hackett has come in. Both rookie coaches. Uh, one getting magical offensive performances with um, an unproven quarterback, and one who can't get any performance out of a proven quarterback. Um, so they're going to be comparing them more season. I think I haven't seen any of the of the flack he's been getting. It's just what I what I was looking at on on Sunday. Um, to have Russell Wilson in the first quarter throw something like eleven passes for him to only complete three. Um, I think he was three and eleven in the first quarter. Um, and then Javante Williams was getting next to no ball at all, no touches compared to the eleven passes that he caught, the thirteen targets, etc., etc. He got he got last week. Um, it's for me, he's very very naive, um, and as green as a coach as he is, he makes such silly mistakes. You know, we keep getting twelve men in the huddle penalties. We had a couple of them against Sunday. He's got his timeout issue problems that he still. Can't get his head around. Um, Letting the play clock run down as well. Yeah, you know, there's just things there. But I I think, personally speaking, there, the fan base needs to realise that this is not a team and a head coach that Peyton Manning walked into 2012. Yeah. It's not the same scenario. For people to expect Russell Wilson to be Peyton Manning is disrespectful to to Russell Wilson and massively to how, how immense. Peyton Manning was in 2012 when he came back straight after his um, his next surgery. So I think we just need a little bit more patience there. The red the red zone woes 
uh, on Hackett because he's an offensive-minded coach who's supposed to be coming in and clearing things like this up, um, and he hasn't. He's allowed the running backs to run against Seattle, and we had two fumbles. So this week, he let Russell Wilson throw every single pass attempt inside the red zone bar one running play. Um, it's not good enough to be that one-dimensional. Um, you give the defence pretty much what you're going to do when your guys roll out onto the field. I don't like it. I don't like the way that it was it, it was um, it was coached. Um, the national press guys will be all over things like that because they just sit there, look at a box score, and go, oh, "Okay." Then they watch the highlights and go, "Wow, they suck!" or "Wow, they're amazing." Because that's what box score people do because they've got to make a thirty-second snap judgment for a television um, segment. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, Hackett is going to go in the right direction. But as a as a fan base, we need to realise that this isn't Peyton Manning. This is Russell Wilson. He is going to have growing pains. We are going to have a few issues in the pass game, the run game, the defensive um, frailties. Um, we didn't seem to have any blown coverage issues uh, against the Texans, so that was a nice little um, upgrade. But we seem just to be very um, very static, I found there. that There was no real um, real movement from the, from the receivers. No one seemed to be open, uh, which was a bit, a bit worrying there because, um, like I say there, this should be an offense that's ready to go. Um, we've got offensive-minded coaches. We've got good quarterbacks. We've got good running backs. Good wide receivers. Um, it'll be interesting to see um, the Montreal Washington effect on this team going forward, especially if Judy is out for quite a few weeks with his um, with his injury as well. Um, but I, I still think we need to be a run-first offense. The defensive line is built for that. The tight ends are built for that. You've got um, Andrew Beck who can slide in as a fullback. He's a very good fullback when he slides in there. He can catch a ball. Not quite sure we should be giving the ball to run anytime soon, but you know um, he he's going to be an integral part of the the offense there. We might as well use him. And Russell Wilson just needs to find his feet a little bit more. I think he needs to be um, more in, con- in in control on the on the field. He doesn't seem to be able to audible to change something. So if it's pass play in the huddle and he walks out and sees pass defense, he doesn't seem to want to um, change to a running play by the look of it. Just seems to just come out there and just throw into a passing defence there, and that's that's where a lot of the woes are coming from. He was under pressure quite a bit for some of the throws as well, so that might account for some of the not quite on time throws. Um, I don't think they've been accounted as drops. I think there's only two horrendous drops. Um, one by the tight end on third down, and, and Montreal Washington's horrendous drop. I think that's it. The rest have been put down to um, just incomplete passes. So. Um, Wilson gets a few, uh, few stats back like that. And Dave, the, I mean, obviously Jerry Judy going down when he did was a big blow, but Cortland Sutton was a guy who really stepped up, wasn't he? 122 yards on seven receptions. He's really showing that he can be a number one receiver in this league now that he's he's healthy and got a quarterback. He's a good blocker as well, isn't he? You know, you, you watched him all game, he was providing good blocks. I suppose you've got to look at it now as two different receivers about 100 yard games. So things kind of aren't as bad as they seem, are they really? I mean, Cortland Sutton's like kind of everything we knew he was before his injury and that. And it's really good to see that he's finding his feet and he's, he's 
he's taking control and he is that number one receiver. Uh, hopefully, he'll become a threat where the, you know defenses might start thinking we need to watch this guy, and that's when it gives other receivers joy. Then, so yeah, very very good that he's uh, he's he must feel better as well. You know that the the fact that he's back, he's healthy, and he's uh, he's playing games like that because when he was drafted, he was coming up with all these 50-50 balls, wasn't he, more often than not? And he, he seems to do that again on Sunday. Yeah, and I suppose for all the offensive struggles, Stuart, the defence was, you know, all right, it was the Texans, but they've put together six quarters of outstanding football now, haven't they? And without our number one corner for, for most of that, with a guy in Damari Mathis stepping up and filling in for... Sir Tam, well, the defence, you know, outstanding once again. Defence, absolutely. I 100% agree with you. Absolutely fantastic to watch. They're still missing their defensive captain, um, Josie Jewell. Uh, still not, not suiting up there. But you're getting um, progressive um, pushing and pulling from Draymond Jones across the defensive line. You've got two good corners who, who can play body and tackle, um, which is absolute gold dust at the moment there with the way that the teams are. Um, people are coming in and stepping up. There. Stearns had a very solid game, I thought. Um, next to Kareem Jackson, you've got Randy Gregory with constant pressure from the outside. Bradley Chubb got no no stat line. Bradley Chubb, but Bradley Chubb was so close on many uh, occasions and trying to get somewhere. Ronald Darby was good again in the slot. So you've got all these pieces all in play. Um, you're needing just, just ever so slightly a batch of turnovers for them all to actually get the recognition that they deserve for how well they've played um, these first two games, definitely. Yeah, Dave, what have, what have you made of, of the defence? Because, you know, they've been missing guys, as Stuart mentioned, but, you know, keep keeping us in that game, really. To be honest with you, I was worried uh, when Fadio left and brought uh, Aviro in. Is that how you say his name? Aviro? Yeah. yeah. Uh, with Amina Rookie, and I, I did, I must admit, I did fear and thought, you know, it's this, this has been our highlight for the last four or five years, and I was, I was worried that, uh, you know, things might not fall into place. But uh, I think was, was we ranked third, was it last year, last week? I think I read somewhere, but the ranked th- third ranked defense well, for last week. Too many above us. Uh, so yeah, again, I, I thought they contained the Texans. Really well. I mean, I know, I know they're not very good, but still, do you know what I mean? To to stop any team from scoring a touchdown, regardless of how good or bad they are, you know, is is a fate in itself. And and they they did that. And and I always worry me when when a when a defense gives up a big play or whatever, twenty thirty years. Like, oh, I'm impatient. <laughs> but but the, you know, again, it's the old you know Ben but not break uh, attitude from them. Uh, I don't think we missed Satane, which was good when he went off. I think that was good, the fact that, you know, Mathis stepped up. And I think, what was it? I think he was, he was a play, I think, from being graded as the top defensive back. I'm not sure whether it was for our team or all, you know, all teams uh, for last week. I can't quite remember what it there's something happened, I think, where there was a catch or something, and had he not made it, he was grading out to be 
you know, one of the best from last week. So that you know, as we've spoken about in the last few seasons, it's next man up mentality, which seems to be the defense's mantra in Denver, which is fantastic. Like I said, it'd be good to get Josie Duo back because you know he's he's one of our play calling captains. And, I, and when he comes back, I think that the defence will probably tighten up a bit more. We missed Simmons, but not as much as I thought we might have missed him. Uh, the real test, of course, will be this week, won't it? But all in all, uh, I was happy, happy with the pressure we was getting from the edges and, you know, the, the, push, the, the push from the uh, from the trenches we was getting. It was, it was, it was good. Um, like I said, they, they've exceeded my expectations, to be honest with you, this season so far. Yeah, Stuart, lots of positive news on the injury front that has come out just before we've recorded this podcast. Uh, Billy Turner, Randy Gregory and Josie Jewell have all been full participants in training. Uh, Randy obviously has played in the first two games, but uh, had some knocks. No, but he was full today. Um, And then Pat Satan back practising today as well. So, you know, Lots of positive signs there, particularly for this this defense going into Sunday. That Justin Simmons aside, they could be at full strength. Yep. Well, we've kept uh, another quarterback under 200 yards. We've kept another running back under 100 yards. Um, big speeders that we've had against us. They haven't done much. Um, um, uh, Lockett, Tyler Lockett, Brandon Cooks. Done nothing against us. You've got a proper test with 49ers coming uh, this week. It, it, you need everybody full um, and on board with the same game plan definitely to stop them because they are um, they are a random team that could just come and stick 40 on you before you even blink. Um, it, it, I, I'm really looking forward to this as a, as a proper acid test for this defence. Um, and hopefully Russell Wilson, knowing the uh, opposition, um, We'll get his act together. We might get some points on the board ourselves. Yeah, another KJ Hamler um, should be back practicing two days in a row. So I think he'll be back Sunday. And Jerry Judy not practicing, but he was out on the field with his helmet and pads. So maybe this week will come just too soon for him. But again, it looks like we've got away with it not being a long-term one. So you know we've kind of been fortunate on the whole, haven't we? with these injuries early on, that it looks like guys will only miss one week at the most. Yeah, it's, and the way the way that it is with a team like Davis mentioned, their next man up mentality there, people just come and slot him and you, you're not really missing um, the player. The only player that of the two games that we've really missed, I believe, is our defensive captain. Um, Alex Singletary didn't do it against the Seahawks and the uh, mismatch that they had um, against the Texans didn't really didn't really cover me with uh, a lot of um, expectation for uh, future matches. Um, so if we get him back, we stick him back in there. We paid him, like I said a few weeks ago, that he, we paid him instead of the other two that we could have picked. We put all our eggs in his basket. Um, I think he comes in, solidifies a lot of things, especially with Simmons going out, play ball in, etc. Et so I think that's, he's going to be a massive plus for us. The, the quicker we can get him back, suited up and booted, is better. KJ Hamler, with the injury that he had, what he offers us, we're desperately needing. However, I'd hate to rush him back and him have a couple of couple more setbacks. Um, so if you have to leave him out for, for a little while, 
and JJ coming back at wide receiver against Colton's with um sorry, going the opposite sides of Colton Sutton. Um and hopefully um Montreal Washington gets some snaps wherever they can slide him in. Um his run that he did was fantastic. They got called back for the penalty. Um, I just his his demeanour on returns is, is fantastic as well. I just think yeah, he seemed to be a lot better than week one, didn't he, on the returns making yeah, roundup. Yeah, yeah. I just think he he was slightly nervous with expectation. Um, for the Seahawks, it was a wet football. It wasn't really um, ideal conditions for him there. It was a bit blowy. Um, so he had the chance to be able to do something there. He's, he's only a couple of jump cuts or a couple of blocks away from getting a good 50 yard. There was one of them I thought he was going to go to the house against the Texans. And, and for some reason, he jump cut the wrong way and ended up getting tackled around the 30-yard line, I think it was 32-yard line or something there. But he had the opportunity to go there. Um, and like I say, on his end-around run, that, that got called back for a, for a holding. Um, Andrew Beckham, hold. He was, he was gone. And again, he's one block away from 50, 60 yard run. Uh, and that's what Denver's missing the explosiveness of a KJ Hamler, of a, of a Washington play, of a um, Phil Lindsay when we used to have them runs that used to do 40, 50 yards, that used to break the shackles off teams. Once we get that little bit of, uh, little bit of um, added spice to the offense, Russell Wilson finds his connections. It's, it's growing pains and um, we, need to, we need to get them put together all in one game. And then hopefully um, punt forward and start chasing some of these um, AFC powerhouses on. Yeah, and Dave going into Sunday, another prime time game for the Broncos on Sunday night football, going up against the 49ers who will be with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback after the injury to Trey Lance last week. What do you think that changes anything for the Broncos, or is it a game they always kind of needed to be winning anyway and should still win? I think all of the above. I think it does change it yeah, because he's a, he's a you know, you, you probably have some sort of game plan. You know, you probably have one eye on next week and have some sort of game plan in your mind. So that will that will have changed. I mean, Ruffalo showed he can do it, and Lance assured nothing really yet. So I'd I'd, I'd have sooner Lance be at quarterback than Ruffalo. I think Ruffalo offers more of a threat. I think personally. Stuart, what about you? What are your kind of expectations going into this game? I think if we can keep Ayuk and, and Samuel quiet, um, keep the pressure on the on the pocket as we have been doing. Um, hopefully, make it a long day. Uh, need to be third and long to, to just to put the 49ers in, in a bit more of a of a shell look that we we enjoy looking at and and being able to have the pass rushers pin their ears back. Um, there's there's pace on the line. Obviously, you've got um, Nick Bosa's coming at you. You've got Fred Warner in the middle. It's going to be difficult to get anywhere. It's going to be difficult to score points um, against these 49ers. It's going to be a really good game, and a tough game. Um, Expectation-wise, there, I just want to see us put 20 points on somebody. I just want us to score a red zone touchdown. Even if we lose 35-7 and the red zone, one chance we get and they score a touchdown, it's showing progress. Um, these are the teams that, if you want to win um, divisional titles and you want to get into the playoffs and, and sample playoff football, these are the teams you have to beat. Um, 
and this is going to, it's not a make or break because it's too early in the season, but this is a make or break for the progress that Denver have made through pre-season and the first couple of weeks, definitely. Yeah, um, right, should we have some predictions for Sunday then? Stuart, do you want to go first? I'm, I'm sliding towards a 21-20 for Denver. Is that you're sliding towards it or that's what you're going for? That's what I'm going for. I, I, I just think we, I just think all the expectations that I had last week there where I really expected Russell Wilson to put it at the top off. He's brought me back down to work with, with a bump. Um, I think the Niners will score a couple of scores on us uh, because it's just the way they are. They are just a really good team. If we can get Kettle missing as well, um, that's a massive plus. Um, because we've, we've been quite good at keeping tight ends quiet this year and it just gives us a, a, a bit of a chance just to keep them from scoring points there but um, I could see them scoring a couple of scores us scoring a couple of scores and I just hope we add one add one touchdown and, and they can only add a couple of um, a couple of field goals and we'll get 21-20 game I'm going to go similar to you Stuart I think I think I'll go 24 21 to the Broncos. Um, Dave? Uh, this one scares me, to be honest with you, because, you know, the Seahawks are a meh. The Texans are a meh. But the the, the 49ers, the, the kind of hot and cold, aren't they? You know it's what a, I mean? It, it should be a step up in competition, shouldn't it, based on the last two it, weeks? It, like, yeah. Easily, easily um, the best team we've played um, this season so far. I'm I'm actually quite worried about it, to be honest with you, and I'm 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 going to go after for a loss, I think. Oh, I'm Dave, just, I'm, I'm I'm just not inspired by the offense at the moment. <laughs> no, do you know what I'm doing? Our defense justice here. I really am. I'm going to go. <clears throat> I'm going to go sixteen thirteen Denver, because I think the offense will will hold its own again, and. You know, we, we seem to be putting 16 points a game up, so we, we've got to we've got to at least score them. So I'm going to go 16-13 Denver. Right. Well, we've talked you into a bit of positivity there, have we? In the end, that's always good to know. <laughs> it's mad because you, you, you can't be predicted. If we think the Broncos are going to lose, then on this yeah. podcast, and everyone will be, we can't yeah. have any negativity any negativity on here this early on, it, Dave. It's funny, isn't it? Because last, last week's podcast it was so upbeat and so, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And then, and, and then a, another same old, same old performance has kind of like brought us back down to, uh, you know, 2019, 2020, 2021 vibes again, hasn't it? So different it'll be a close of, one. Different class of opponents. Do you know what? I'd, I'd, soon, I'd sooner win close and scrappy games than, than get blown out. So, you know. Oh yeah, the wins. You know, as when I know people were moaning after Sunday, but I think I put it on Twitter. You know, in three months' time, all that matters is we yeah. we got the win, and hopefully we can build as the season progresses and the performances get get to where they need to be. But if you win games up, you know, it's a, le- a league of winning or losing, and you know, it doesn't matter how you do it really. You've got to get the wins. Yeah, that's true. Any any anywhere a scrappy win is a win is a win. So I'd sooner, I'd sooner, you know, I mean, I'd sooner win. I'd sooner be frustrated all match and, and you know, have, have a tick in the win column, I think, than than play scrappy and lose. So. Yeah. So Sunday was more enjoyable than 
the Monday before. Uh, that's for sure. Especially yeah. the Raiders uh, contributed yeah. to that feeling as well, as as they tend to do. As Stuart alluded to, uh, is, uh, I mean, do you know what? Actually, I th- I think the offense came alive in the fourth quarter, didn't it? Though I think I think they started to put something together. Well, but the, the touchdown pass was uh, yeah, exactly. a thing of beauty, wasn't it? It's uh, yeah, yeah, rough showing what he can do. So, so I think positivity-wise, you know, what I mean, we came alive in the fourth quarter when we needed to come alive as well, because I felt obviously the next next touchdown wins this game, and well, it was us, and like I said, I think we scored at the right time, you know. I think it, it, that could have frustrated the Texans. I think, you know, a couple of minutes left, the way they were playing, we we knew, we knew for a fact, you know, that they had to go for it on fourth down. And uh, it was a brilliant stop again. So, yeah, we, we came to... If we can build on that fourth quarter offensive-wise, then, uh, it's, it, it, you know, it's looking a lot better. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's a lot easier to learn things after a win than uh, yeah. after a loss, isn't it? So, hopefully the Broncos can do that again on Sunday and move towards a winning record. But for now, I think that will just about wrap us up for this week's podcast. Um, unfortunately, we didn't record the 20 minutes before the podcast of Dave trying to work out what he was, uh, his plans, travel and hospitality plans for London game week. But uh, you'll just have to put up with a half an hour or so we've done here, actually talk about the NFL. Um, what, if you'd rather listen to Dave talking about his general life and travel, we can put a podcast together separately. Just let us know. But uh, as it stands, this remains just a football channel uh, for now anyway. So thanks a lot to everyone for tuning in. Thanks to Dave and Stuart, as always, for their contributions. And we'll see you all next week, hopefully, after the Broncos move to 2-1. and one. Broncos country, let's ride.